and welcome to the Nutrition by Samantha podcast. I'm your host, Samantha, nutritionist who is on a mission to cut through the nutrition confusion and help you become the healthiest version of you. In this podcast, you'll find expert advice on all things binge and emotional eating, sustainable fat loss, sports nutrition, and all things in between. I hope you leave each episode inspired and empowered to make smarter eating choices. Now, let's get into the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I can't believe we're in episode 20 already. It feels like I've just launched this podcast. I'm already up to 20 weeks. Crazy, but I am grateful you're stuck with me and continuing to tune in every week. So this week I was reflecting back on old photos and in particular old photos of my skin. For those that don't know, I had shocking, painful, huge acne pretty much my entire life. <laughs> Literally grade six, I still remember in grade six being called a pizza face, that still starts scarred into my brain, till honestly two years ago, inflamed horrible acne. The only time I'd ever been able to get it under control was when I was on Roaccutane. Obviously as soon as that stopped, it went back to normal or when I was on the contraceptive pill. When that stopped, it went back to normal again. They have been the only times I've been able to control my acne. And I finally figured out what I needed to do to keep it under control. And it has been probably about two years or just under two years where it's been consistently good. And I haven't had any major breakouts apart from the odd pimple here and there that I'd sometimes get before my period. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because although it might not seem the same, especially if you haven't had bad skin, I do very much relate to how it affects your confidence if you aren't comfortable in the body that you're in as well. You know, growing up, I would be very like unconfident. I wouldn't look people in the eye. I would always be looking down, looking away from people and even when I've started out with my business and having to talk to a camera, that was really hard for me to do because I had to literally see my face on screen every single day and the acne on my screen, on on the screen. And looking back at old videos, I still look back and I'm like, man, like good on me for having the confidence to still be able to post that video and my skin was looking that bad. But yeah, like even going to doctors, you go to the doctors for some something in particular and then they'd mention your skin or recommend a new pill for you to try. And every single time I'd always been told about how they think I could help my skin and what do I do for this? Like even I remember I was working this job and this girl, oh, she triggered me hard. She goes, have you tried washing your face or drinking more water? And I'm like, I am going to murder you. <laughs> <laughs> like, are you kidding me? It's just not that easy. Um, yeah, it's yeah, such a rough time having to deal with horrible skin. It seriously affects self-confidence so much, so, so much. And I am just glad that I finally figured out a way to control my acne. And it's all through a skincare routine that I have nailed and spent so much time researching, trying to figure out exactly how to do it so I can maintain the skin. But yeah. The reason why I'm telling you this is because it's just, I feel like a lot of it really resembles to what I hear from my clients about how they're feeling about themselves or things they've tried in the past and the money they've spent in the past on trying to control weight gain or lose weight. Doctors have said comments from other people. It's seriously, yeah, it's seriously, I understand sort of the, the toughness of, um, I know they're not the same thing, but you know what I mean? It's still a very similar sort of experience that you go 
through. And I wanted to share, I suppose, a confidence trick that I put on myself because I realized a couple of years ago, maybe four, three years ago, I was like, okay, my skin is never going to change. I just accepted that it was just always going to be this shit uncomfortable thing where it's just never going to be under control it's always just going to be inflamed and red and I didn't want to feel so I don't even know what the word is uncomfortable unconfident or not confident I was sick of feeling not confident because of my skin so I thought how am I going to increase my confidence in general because I can't just be this miserable about my skin for the rest of my life and I went completely cold turkey with makeup I remember not putting makeup on one morning to go to work and was like, okay, I'm just going to get through the day of not wearing makeup and just sitting at my desk and just going through the day without having makeup and on. And that really helped me with slowly building confidence when I realized people weren't treating me differently or no one had really made comments about my skin when it wasn't um, covered up with makeup. And the first day I did it was the worst day. I wanted to cry all day. I felt horrible about myself. I was just sitting there just really hoping no one would come up to me and even talk to me because I just didn't want anyone to see my face. And over time, I continued to not wear makeup and continued to slowly build confidence and slowly get a little bit more yeah confident as I went on. I remember like I'd have red raw huge pimples that were pussy and just so gross like they were disgusting and not putting makeup on top of them was probably the hardest thing like me talking about this now almost makes me want to cry because just how bad it made me feel like always having to go to work without makeup on and just to be able to build up my own confidence because I was just sick of feeling like shit all the time and sick of always trying to hide my face in front of people not wanting to go out as well because my skin was so bad like that was yeah it was horrible and but not wearing makeup and going to work and building that confidence in myself honestly really helped me it really helped me get on with my life with my skin how it was and just you know accept it for the way that it is and know that it wasn't going to change so that I could build up my own confidence and become, I don't know, the person I wanted to be because I wanted to be this happy, confident person. And I just deep down didn't feel that way because of my skin. So that if that's something you can try to do for yourself, for example, this, I know this is going to sound horrible or like you're like a hell to the no, but if you've never worn a bikini to the beach before, just do it once. You will feel so uncomfortable and you will be so just scared of people seeing you you will feel like that but just do it wear a bikini to the beach you, anyone can wear a bikini no matter what your size so even if you are not at your weight that you want to be at or you feel horrible about yourself just do it and then the next time you do it it will get slightly easier then the next time you do it it will get slightly easier again and slowly you'll be you'll start to build confidence in yourself you'll start to feel better about yourself. I promise it will continue to change, um, I suppose, the way that you look at yourself. So that is my little, I suppose, tip for building confidence. I do know that my skin issues are different to weight gain issues. I do know that they're, they're different, but I do think the way they make you feel about yourself would be very similar just based off what I've heard my clients say about themselves and 
it, like when they do mention sort of how they feel about themselves and how they feel and they look in the mirror, it does sound exactly the same exactly as exactly how I felt about myself. And yeah, and I just want you to be able to be feel more confident in yourself. And the only way to do it is to just push yourself to do it. And, you know, like I said, the first day I didn't wear like a shit ton of makeup to work. I, I literally went bare faced. I wanted to cry all day because I just like, why did I do this? Why did I do this? this is horrible. This is horrible. I don't want anyone to look at me. No one come up to my desk. No one look at me. But as it went on, it got easier and easier to do. And I just started to accept my face for what it was. I'm so grateful now that I finally got it under control. It took how many years? Half majority of my life. But it made it just made a, a world of a difference when I was able to do that. So that's my little tip for confidence building. Um, if anyone is struggling with their skin, um, I can show you photos of what my skin looked like and what it's, what it's like now. I will always have scars on my face. That's something I have to accept. I tried to get rid of them with um, anti-scarring treatment, but it's I think it was it's too far gone for now. If anyone has any tips on that, let me know. Um, I'd be loving to know your tips. But yeah, um, yes, I think that's all I have to say on that. All right, I wanted to go on to my food recommendation for the week. My food recommendation is, drumroll, the Happy Snack Company. So this is in the health food section. You know, usually I don't really recommend things in the health food section because if you wanted to get, I don't know, a chocolate bar or muesli bar, a lot of the times the, the regular ones are just as good. <laughs> like I know with with like healthy chocolate, ugh, like that triggers me. But anyway, if you want to get chocolate, just get, you know, the Cadbury chocolate that you want or the Darley or whatever it is you like and enjoy that. But in the health food aisle, the Happy Snack Company has broad beans and chickpeas in little packs. What I love about these is a few different things. Number one, they have fiber in them. They have a bit of protein, which is great. And they taste good. They taste great. For example, the chickpeas, you can get them covered in chocolate. You can cover it in like raspberry chocolate or caramel as well. And it's almost like a healthier Malteser, even though I just said don't go for the healthier option. That's what it kind of tastes like, but it's a good sort of snack to have. Um, yeah, I think they taste really good. And I, from what I've heard from my clients, it helps with any sweeter cravings they have throughout the day if they do have it, you know, one pack a day, for example. They are portion controlled. I think they're about 100 calories each, which is fantastic for a snack to be paired with something else as well. I always say to pair that with a piece of fruit. So just so you get some more nutrients in and that will make it more of a balanced snack too. But yeah, um, go to the health food aisle, look at the Happy Snack Company, grab a box of the chickpeas or the board beans. They've got so many different flavors. I don't really care what flavor you get. Don't think, oh, I should get the dark chocolate over the regular chocolate. It's not going to make a difference. Just get the regular chocolate unless you prefer dark chocolate anyway. But yeah. Um, yes, that's my recommendation for today. All right, let's get into the topic for today is discipline versus restriction. Now, I think it's probably best to sort of start off by saying that restriction is easy to do. Discipline is hard. It's easy to restrict yourself and say, I'm not doing this. I'm not eating this. I'm not going out for dinners. I'm not getting any drinks. I blah, 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 blah. I'm not doing all this shit, right? It's hard to be disciplined and say, I'm going to go out for dinner, but I'm going to order something that is going to better serve my health. You know, that is harder to do than being like, like if you'd usually go out for dinner and get like the chicken parma or something. It's hard to 
you know, be like, no, I'm not going to get takeaway today. Even though it's not restricted from you takeaway, I am going to stay home and cook my meal that I have written out for myself to have. That is discipline. That is hard to do if you're like, "Mm, but I really want to go get Maccas for lunch. Be like, no, Sam, whatever your name is, I'm going to make this for lunch. That makes it hard. It's harder to do that. It's easier to just say, I don't eat takeaway and restrict all takeaways from your diet because you don't need to restrict a takeaway from your diet. You just need to be disciplined with having what you want, what you need to have to see the results that you're after. For example, I have a client who has McDonald's once a week. Okay. She's still seen results every single week. One, because we have planned it into a diet and also made a good plan on how to be disciplined with what she orders to make sure she's still staying within her calories and still going to see the results that she's after. That in itself is also discipline because she's not going to be like, I'm going to go get the large Big Mac meal with a Coke and that's what I'm going to order. We have made a plan and for her to stick with what she wants to get, which is her goals, she needs to order something that's more calorie controlled for her so that she will still see the results that she's after. Hey, this is a super quick interruption to tell you about my new program, The NBS Method. After working one-on-one with over 400 people on their weight loss journey, I have developed my own unique formula and method to help clients get from restriction, binge and emotional eating, self-sabotaging behavior, and having no idea what actually works for weight loss to feeling in control, confident, knowing how to deal with their triggers, becoming a more mindful eater, knowing how to eat for fat loss, and finally seeing the weight loss results that they're after. This five-month nutrition coaching program will show you how to lose weight in a sustainable way, stop overeating, reduce binge and emotional eating, and finally feeling in control over your eating rather than food having control over you. Within the first few weeks, you'll start to feel lighter, healthier, more confident, and energized. You'll be in control over how much you're eating, you'll understand your triggers for emotional and binge eating, and you know you've learned the necessary steps to maintain your new healthy lifestyle. I'm so confident that you will gain so much value out of this program. And by the end of the five months, you will know exactly what you need to do moving forward to continue to see the results you're after or maintain your weight loss results. If this is exactly what you need right now, head to the link in the show notes to book your no obligation phone call to see if it's the right fit for you. Okay, let's get back into the episode. You know what makes discipline easier is to have an actual plan for every single day of the week. That makes it so much easier to stick with if you have a plan that you need to stick with. And if you have a plan and you're still not sticking with it and you're like, oh, I'm just going to skip my meals and try to get to my goal faster. or I'm just going to cut out the carbohydrates from my plan. Why are you doing that? Why are you still trying to be restrictive? Because you know that's easier to do, right? You know restricting is easier and it's just what you know works. But you need to know that discipline is what gonna get is what gonna get ugh, is what's gonna get you your longer term results is by being disciplined rather than restrictive. Because if restrictive worked, you wouldn't be where you are now, right? If being restrictive and cutting out meals, cutting out food groups worked, you wouldn't be in the place you are right now. You need to learn how to be disciplined with your eating, okay? If you're struggling to even know the difference between restriction and discipline, here's a couple of examples. 
So discipline would be, you know, portioning out your carbohydrates right and having that on your plate. Whereas restriction would be, I'm just going to cut out all carbohydrates from my diet. Restriction would be, I'm not going to go out for dinner because I'm going to be so good this week. I'm not going to go out for dinner. I'm not going to get any alcohol. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to cut out it. Cut out anything fun. Discipline would be, okay, I'm going to go out for dinner, but I'm going to order this. It's going to make me feel good. It's going to stick within my calories. I'm going to feel a whole lot better and feel like I'm still making progress towards my goal. I'm only going to order one glass of wine. And that's your, that's your being disciplined for you. Whereas restriction, you're just like, nah, I'm not going to do any of that. You know, restriction could also look like I'm going to cut out breakfast for the next week just to, you know, kickstart the weight loss journey. Got to cut out my breakfast so I'm able to lose weight a little bit quicker this week and start seeing the results I'm after. Whereas discipline would be like, okay, how am I going to make a balanced breakfast to make sure I feel full and satisfied throughout the week, throughout the day, so that I'm not going to end up binging later at night, planning in advance, knowing what you need to do and just eating just in general, just eating enough food. Whereas restrictions, like I'm just going to cut out food, starve myself, hope for the best. And you know, I know that never ends well, does it? You end up binging later on, you end up ravenous. It's never a good idea. If you have a plan and it is a well-balanced, nutritionally dense plan, and you're still finding it hard to stick with it, you need to ask yourself why and what, what is coming up for you when it comes to making your meal. Is it, do you still feel restricted in some way? Do you feel like it's too controlled? For example, if the rest of your life is very controlled, like you have to get to work at this time, do this during the day, get home by this time, everything is really controlled and you just want to enjoy your eating. Is that what's coming up for you? Or is it that you are scared to see results? This is one that sometimes comes up that they're scared to see results because that means that their identity is changing. For example, if you grew up in a family where your parents always said to you, oh, we're just a big boned family. Oh, you know, we're just a bigger family. It's just sort of how we are. That is your sort of what you think of you and your identity. And by changing that, it sort of changes your identity and what you think of yourself and you're going to become a different person. So we need to sort of elevate ourselves to our new identity that we want to be. And that might make it easier to stick with your plan. For example, if you're always the one that was, you know, of always being the bigger person. That's what you keep telling yourself. So by changing that, you're almost changing your identity and what you think of yourself. So we need to think of, okay, think about ourselves in our new identity. We are someone that eats well during a day. We move our body in best ways we can. We are fit. We are healthy. This is your new identity. And when you believe that, it will make it easier for you to stick with things because you are believing you are this person and the plan that you have in place for yourself is going to reflect how you feel about your new identity. Something else to think about is, does the discipline make you uncomfortable? I do think in general discipline, you know, some people find it easy to be disciplined. Some people find it hard and it could be because of your personality type in general. But if it does make you uncomfortable, why does it make you uncomfortable? Is it because you were restrictive in the past and you feel like that discipline that you are trying to achieve now it resembles how you're being restrictive in the past because if so we need to unlearn all that bullshit dieting advice you've done in the past and learn how to trust the process and what's on your plan understand why things are on your plan and why you are eating this way and how this disciplined plan will help you get to your results and also how to make sure you can fit in all the foods that you want into your plan so you don't feel restrictive right? Like if your plan is like, okay, I can't eat dessert, can't eat any sugar, 
yeah, you're going to feel a bit restricted there. And that might actually look like you're being disciplined. But in reality, what you are doing is being restrictive. Because sugar is something I put actually put onto my clients' plans. Because a lot of time it helps them stay on track. Now, I'm not being like, oh, here's, you know, a shit ton of sugar. It's something really small and portion controlled that will still help them get to their goals, but won't cause these sugar cravings that come up during the day, you know, because if we do restrict sugar, we are eventually going to crave it, most likely going to binge in it. Whereas if we try to portion it out as best as we can, that really helps with staying disciplined and on track, knowing we'll have that sugar fix coming as well. Now, if you don't know how to actually have a plan that is well-balanced, but disciplined at the same time and not restrictive, that's exactly what I help my clients with in the NBS method program, because we're going to go through exactly what your calorie intake should look like and how to balance everything into your diet. For example, if you want to have wines on the weekend, we can make that fit. If you want to have Maccas once a week, we can make that fit. Okay, there's so many things that you can... um, Build into your plan for that long-term sustainable approach. So if you don't know how to do it, get help because once you do know, I promise it's freaking life-changing, right? When you know how to do this, it's so good because you just end up with so much food freedom, knowing what you should be doing for weight loss, how to get to your goals, and it makes weight loss easier, okay? It promise it makes weight loss easier, It doesn't have to feel like such a grind and such an effort when you know how to balance out everything into your plan to see the results that you're after. It just works effortlessly. Eventually, we'll get to a point where it sometimes gets hard. I think on everyone's weight loss journey, it gets to a point where shit gets hard. But yeah, once you push through that hard phase and know how to keep going, that's when the results will continue to happen. Like it does get to a part, part where it's hard. But at the start, you know, usually is effortless when you have a solid, proper plan in front of you. So if you're like, enough is enough with how you're feeling about yourself, stop making excuses for yourself, you just want to finally start doing what you need to do to be able to see the results that you're after, you want to start putting yourself out there on dates, feeling more confident in summer in the clothes that you are, you need to start building this discipline now, okay? Don't wait to the new year, start now, okay? So I'm going to give you some tips to help build discipline. My first tip is weekly goal settings. So a lot of the times I hear people go, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do everything this week, starting Monday. And every time you don't do it, obviously. So I want you to weekly goal set with the smallest thing you can achieve this week. Okay. So just say you never eat fruit during the week. All you got to do is have an apple a day. Something so small that you can easily achieve so that you won't hurt your ego and you will build confidence in yourself that you can do this. You're reinforcing the idea into your brain that you can do this. You can change your eating habits if you focus on a weekly goal that is realistic for you to achieve. Okay, so if you eat like takeaway every single meal for every single day or you always get takeaway for lunch whilst you're at work, just one day this week. I want you to take him a chicken wrap. You make your own chicken wrap, take that into work. And that will prove to yourself that you can change your eating habits and you can do this. Your ego won't be hurt. You build confidence and you'll slowly but surely get to your goal. My next tip is to see if the stakes are high enough for you. Okay. So for me, I mentioned last week that I've been struggling with maintaining discipline to exercise. So the stakes just weren't high enough for me to actually go and do it. 
by making some sort of financial commitment and having that accountability was something where, okay, it raised me to the next level going, okay, I need to do this now. I need to get the exercise in because I am accountable to the gym that I've signed up to. I need to go and do my workout because no one's going to follow up with me. I have to do it. I see the payments coming out of my account. So I know that's that financial accountability. I'm paying for something to help keep me disciplined to my goals that I want to achieve. So for example, if this is your health, what stakes are in place to make sure that you get what you need to do to get it done? Is it someone to help hold you accountable? Is it a friend to check in with? Is it some sort of financial um, incentive to do it? You know, you can also even send, said, you can also even set some sort of goal that you want to achieve for the week, like I mentioned before, and then having that incentive to, if you achieve it, you get to do this. So it could be if you, you know, eat an apple a day for a week, you have a piece of fruit for every single day for the week. That's something that's, you know, you know, something that you can get done. Maybe at the end of the week, you go and get your nails done. If you don't do it, you don't get your nails done. Okay. Or it would be if you do this, you go to the beach on the weekend. If you don't, you don't get to go. Whatever it is, put some sort of incentive in there. Make sure it's not food related to help you get to your goals. Because we need to have something in place if we find we struggle with the accountability to stay disciplined to help us get there. And just know that weight loss is going to be hard eventually, okay? It might feel easy at the start, feel effortless. It might get to a point where you plateau or you just get tired in general of being disciplined. It's going to get to a point where it gets hard. And when it gets hard and you're like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore. I just want to eat what I want to eat. I'm just going to have a week to do whatever I want or a month to do whatever I want. That's fine. And you have, you're in your right to do that, but you've got to know that there are consequences to that too. One, you might feel like shit. You might feel like sluggish. I mean, I just had a client literally just message me. <laughs> she had gotten married recently and she just had a week off just because she worked so bloody hard on her diet and her exercise lately. And she just wanted a week off to do whatever she wanted. It's only been like three days since her wedding. And she messaged me. She goes, I feel like absolute shit. I'm bloated. I'm sluggish. I just feel like crap. I need to get back into eating. So that's, I suppose, the consequence to doing what she wanted to do is now that she feels, doesn't feel her best, which is totally okay. She, you know, she had her fun of eating whatever she wanted to. And now it's just time to get back into her regular eating because that's what she feels good about doing. And she feels, you know, nourished and fulfilled. She doesn't feel starving or um, bloated. She feels good. So you know, there's consequences to everything in life. If you choose not to do it, that's, there's a consequence to that. You don't get to your goal. You have a week where you don't see results, which is also okay to have a week where you don't see results too, but you're going to make sure that once you have your fun and you sort of, you know, have that time off to regroup that you do get back into it. But if you are just never doing what you need to do, then you are never going to get where you want to go. If you don't have any guidance to get there, and you don't know how to get there on yourself and you can't figure it out, know that you will always be stuck in this way and it won't change unless you figure it out how to do it or you get someone to help you get there. That's when things will change and you do need to decide what's worth it to you. I know sometimes people are like, oh, you know, I don't want to pay for help. I should just be able to figure this out for myself. If you haven't figured this out for yourself already, is it going to happen in the future? Probably not, it might happen, it might not. But you've got to decide how much longer do you want to feel the way that you feel. 
because if you're willing to feel this way for the rest of your life, you're probably never going to change. But if you're like, no, enough is enough. I want to change how I feel about myself. I finally want to feel good and look good. I just want to have this complete life transformation, just be this whole new person. Then you need to do what you need to do to get there. And a part of that is being disciplined with things, getting the help you need, and then staying disciplined to the help that you get as well. You need to find what motivates you to stay disciplined too. All right, that is my tips for today. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, please send me a DM on Instagram, nutrition underscore by Samantha. All the details for the NBS method are in the show notes, so you can click through to there to book a no obligation phone call to see if it's the right fit for you. Anyway, have a lovely rest of your day and I'll chat to you next week. Bye.